Amen. Uh, just for a moment, I want to know how many people in here that have prayer cards. Uh, I want you to raise your hands. Each one of you has prayer cards. Well, it's generally, I guess, just about all over. I uh, wonder how many people in here does not have prayer cards and yet you're sick. Would you raise your hands and say, I do not have a prayer card and yet I am sick. I am needy. I want to ask you to be reverent for a moment. <clears throat> now, I love to talk to you. That's always my trouble. I talk too long. But before you come, I, I hope and trust that God will prove this, that what I've said to be the truth. And let, let him just see. Now, how many sitting out there that's sick, that knows that I don't know one thing about you, raise up your hands. All right. I want you without the prayer cards now, the prayer cards will be called up. I want you to pray. The Bible said that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever. He says he's a high priest sitting there making intercessions upon our confession. We have to confess it first before he can be a high priest because he only intercedes to our confession. Is that right, Minister? He only intercedes upon our confession. What we confess that he is, what he has done for us. Not what he will do, he's already done it. We have to confess that he's done it. He was wounded for our transgressions with his stripes, we were healed. Now, the Heavenly Father knows that looking upon you is to see, I uh, recognize a good friend of mine from Ohio, him and his wife sitting here, is uh, Mr. Dow and his wife. And I believe sitting second or third from him is again that Reverend Mr. Blair that I seen last night. It's dark over the audience to me, kind of these lights here, as a uh, kind of a little blurry to me, and I, I don't see you too well, but I want you to pray, and you put on your heart the thing that you have need of, and you ask our high priest who can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. Now, me not knowing you, and you might just touch me all over, be like touching your brother, your husband, your pastor, someone, it would, it would do no good. But if you touch him, and if we are truly in line with his spirit, then he can use your faith to touch him and my gift to speak back through. See, I'd be just as mute as this, this is here without a voice speaking to it. This, got to, this, this is a mute without something here to speak to it. And so is any person is a mute when it comes to these things unless God speaks through them. Now you pray and let's see if these things that I have said is the truth. God, help it to be so. I don't say that he will. I hope that he will. I'm trusting that he will. He's never let me down yet. Or the years of crossing around the world with all kinds of nations and millions of people, he's never failed me yet. And I'm sure, just as sure as I believe I'm standing here, he won't fail me now. I'm going to ask you just to be reverent and keep seated just for a few moments. We're going to dismiss the main audience and pray for the sick just in a moment. But I want you, you believers... That if you'll just not look to me, but believe, say, I believe that what the man said is the scripture. I don't know as we're as far up in the time as he says we are, but if it is, then it's got to happen. If his words are God's words, then his words will fail, but God's words won't. God's obligated to back up his word. He'll prove it. He'll prove it. He that believeth on me. He proved that this is the last day. He proved what would happen. He proved that this was supposed to happen. And remember, Abraham and his group never received one more sign from God until the promised son arrived. How many knows that's true? That sign of discernment. And the royal seed of Abraham, let me hear you, let me tell you, thus saith the Lord, you're receiving your last sign. That's according to the scriptures. And the revelation of God that's in my heart that speaks that this is the truth. And I trust that you will believe it to be the truth. Now you believe. Everybody just believe. Say, Lord Jesus, let me touch you. I have a need in my heart. And I know Brother Branham knows nothing about me. I don't even know the man. He don't know me. But you know. And if he's told me the truth, this will happen. I ask you don't move now just for a little bit. Be real. See your spirit. And I take every spirit in here under my control, in the name of Jesus Christ, that his word might be fulfilled. I just be reverent. Pray. Look to him. Say, Lord, I believe it. Help 
thou my unbelief. Let's start. I have to concentrate on some sort of the, part of the building here. Because there's so many of you, and each one of you is a spirit. I cannot. You say, what about me? I could not tell you. It's sovereign. All the works of God is sovereign. There'll be many people healed crossing this platform tonight. There'll probably be many not. It's all in the sovereign of God. Who can tell him what to do? No one. He works according to his own will, his own plan. But you just believe. Be humble. Don't be nervous. Just reach out for God and say, Lord God, I believe it. Let me touch your garment. I have need of such and such. I know the brother don't know me or know my need. But he told us that, about these things that you did and say that you're here the same today. That don't exclude you, brother, on the platform. Any of you. I just ask you, my brethren, as fellow workers of the, of the gospel of Christ, I speak to you just as sincerely as I know as a, a dying man with you. Leaving this world, we've got to leave, and I must give an account at the day of judgment for what I say. I'm conscious of that. Very conscious. I appreciate you, man. What you are standing here with me, helping me. I'm trying to help you to do everything I can. For the kingdom of God's sake, I'm praying and asking. Here. How many ever seen that light in the picture? You've seen the picture of it? There, it hangs right there. Can't you see it? It's up over that lady sitting there with her handkerchief. She's praying for a, a loved one. That's right, lady. That loved one, do you believe me to be his prophet, or pardon me, his servant? You believe that? All right. Now, if God can reveal to me what's wrong, why, you will accept it to be from God, just as the woman that touched his garment. Now, you know you're, you're 20 or 30 feet from me or more. You never touch me, but you've touched something. That you know you're in contact with something, someone. What it is, it's for a woman, which is your daughter. That's right. You believe that she'll be made well? She is an adult addict. That is exactly right. A serious swimming drunk. Now, the handkerchief that you have in your hand, you place upon her, don't doubt. I believe that God will deliver. Will you believe it with me? Now, I don't know the woman, but God knows her. You believe now with all your heart? The man sitting up there with the striped shirt on with a hernia, you believe that God would heal you and make you well? You believe that he will do it? I've never seen the man in my life. You have a prayer card, sir? You don't have, you don't need one. If thou canst believe. Here sits a woman trying to look over the top of this woman sitting right here. She's a stranger to me, but she's real nervous. I don't know her. I've never seen her in my life. But God knows her. And she realizes right now she's in contact with something. You've been praying there for some cause. The reason that you are, you can't stay no longer tonight. You must leave the meeting. You're planning on going to your home tomorrow. You're not from here, or neither are you from California. You're going east from here. You're going by air. You're planning going by air. You're from Oklahoma. That's right. You're also in a dying condition. You come here to be prayed for. You do not have a prayer card. But you believe that you're going to be healed if you could only get here. That's right. Also, your condition is cancer. The cancer is in the bone. You believe you're going to be healed now? You believe you're in contact with him, my sister? Perhaps God will tell me who you are. Then would that help you? If it is, raise up your hand. If you believe that God, it would help you. All right, Mrs. Steele. You can return to I don't know the lady. I have never seen her. 
Here's a lady sitting right back here behind her. She is suffering with varicose veins. And she's also got a son that's an alcoholic. And she's praying for him. She'll believe she can be healed. Mrs. Mason, do you believe with all your heart and believe that Jesus Christ will grant the healing to you? Oh, you do? All right. Then lay your hand on that lady sitting next to you there. She is praying for her husband that's unsaved. God will grant the healing. Let us pray. Dear God, I pray that you'll grant that blessing to her. Give that woman to the desire of her heart, Lord. Her faith is so close to you, it's touched you. I pray, Father, that you'll help. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, believe with all your heart that you receive it. Will you do that? God bless you. You believe your husband's going to be saved, lady? You believe with all your heart? Raise up your hand. You do. There seems to be before me a, a woman that's very heavy. There she sits. <clears throat> you believe me to be God's servant? You believe me to be God's servant? You do, all right. I do not know you. What your trouble is, it's glands. You're overweight. You've been to a doctor. He said he could do nothing about it. But that was an earthly doctor. You're, you've just had a lot of sorrow. You've lost your husband. You're not from here. You're really from Arkansas. You're seeking work also, and you can't find work. He was afraid that something you wouldn't get called. But your faith now has touched God. My sister, you go believe. God give you a job. Give you the desire of your heart. God proves his word to be true. Do you believe that to be so? Now, I just want you to pray with me again. Father God, you are the same God that proved when you said the girl is not dead, she's asleep. Then you had to prove it. Now, you promised that just before the coming of the end time that the Son of Man would reveal himself in the same manner he did at Sodom. You promised it, Lord. Now, you've come to the earth in the form of the Holy Spirit and got among us tonight. We believing people and have proved it. You've proved your word like you did that day. Lord, we need no more proof. You're among us. We love you. And we realize that this is the last sign just before you're coming, according to the scriptures. And all the shadows and types never fail. They've got to be positive. So we pray, Father, that as your children come now to be prayed for, that everyone will be healed. May there not be a sick person left among us at the end of this healing service. Oh, dear God, will you let your anointing be so graciously upon your people just now, that every one of them may be healed? And if there be some here who is not your children yet, and upon the basis of these things that they have heard the word and seen the thing done just exactly proved to the very letter of who you are and what you are, that you're here, and Lord, would you, would you bless a lie? Well, certainly not, Lord, but you did promise to bless your word, and it would not return void. It would accomplish that which it was purposed for. And now you have did that before us tonight beyond any shadow of doubt. And with our heads bowed, is there people here that never have believed before that would like to just raise up your hand with your head bowed, just raise up your hand and stand to your feet and say, I now believe with all my heart and I want to accept Jesus Christ right now. Would you do that? Any people, any people that's here that hasn't yet accepted Christ and would want to do it at this time. I won't tell you, you go to the church of your choice, but I'm asking you to receive Jesus Christ while you, you'll probably never be no closer to him. Until you see him in person when he comes in his visible body from the heavens. Will you now accept him if you haven't already done it? 
Upon a basis of seeing no one here standing, I believe then all of you to be sane, sensible people and realizing what you're doing. If you're studying there under this, you remember, if you're ashamed of me before man, I'll be ashamed of you before my father. There was somebody standing up, maybe yes, in the audience, in the back. Dear God, those may I not see that standing, they want to accept you. They realize, Lord, that this has not been done until this time. And now you confirm it and prove that it's so. I pray, Father, that in their hearts that strangely moved at this time, how do we know but what this is the last person to come in? This may be the end for Los Angeles. This may be the last soul that will be born into the kingdom. We don't know when that time comes. And when it does, the door will be closed. The body will be complete. It will not be a freak body or a freak bride. It will just have so many members whose names were put on the Lamb's Book of Life before the foundation of the world to which Jesus came to take like Adam, walk right out to save his wife. I pray, God, that you'll receive them now into your kingdom. They're in your hands. Deal with them, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless each one of you that stood. I didn't know some of you were standing. Some stood in the back, some up in the balcony. Now, I want you to do one thing for me. Please understand me. Meet some ministry here and talk it over with them after the church is over. Will you do that? Don't let it fail. If you've never been baptized in Christian baptism, do that next. And then stay with your hands up until you receive the Holy Ghost. Now, many people have prayer cards here. We're going to ask them to stand and come up here. And I guess walk across or shall I have to come? I'll not be able to... From this side over here, can come out through this way. Over on this side, the people who have prayer cards. And now, if there's any of you that must go, it's I'm late. I'm sorry. I'll try to do a little better tomorrow night. At it's ten minutes after ten by the clock on the wall. Thank you very much for your attendance tonight, and may the God of heaven bless you. If you'd like to stay and watch the prayer line, you're always welcome. But we're going to start praying for the sick now, and I don't want to hold you unless you want to stay. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord Jesus. May God's peace go with you and bless you and give you rest in your bodies through the night and grant you good health so you can come back again tomorrow night. God be with you now and let those who have prayer cards stand for a prayer. Now, as universally we pray for the people. Now, we want you to know, now you are standing with the prayer cards. Is there any doubt in your life? Is there any, pardon me, any sin in your life that you haven't confessed? If there is, let me ask you this. Don't come into the prayer line with unconfessed sin in your heart. Because you must. This is the children's bread. See? And if you're not a Christian, surrender your life to Christ in the prayer line. Then come. It's for the believer. Will you do it? Accept him first as your Savior. And then come across the platform to be prayed for. I'm going to pray for each individual. Not just passing by. Like some kind of a routine, we're in a church now. I think Sister White has given us the reason that we can stay and pray for it. We can stay as long as we want to. And uh, I thank Sister White and the staff here for letting us do that. God bless her. Her gallant husband stood on this platform, prayed for sick until he died, as far as I know. A real soldier of the cross. And now uh, I'm trying to keep on uh, doing the same thing. Bless this people. And I pray that each one of you comes to pass here. You don't have to confess anything that you want to. You don't have to say anything wrong with you. Just come and let me pray for you. And believe, do you believe that God has sent me to do this? Raise up your hand. Remember what the angel of the Lord said? If you get the people to believe you, be sincere when you pray. Nothing shall stand before the prayer. And you know that's true. It's been proved over and over. Now, I'm going to ask the, our sister Rose, if she will, to play that only believer. The great physician now is here or something. I want each one of you now... In, in fellowship with me, will you also, you people who's not in the prayer line, will you be praying for these people? Well, pr- promise them that by raising up your hand. I'll be praying. We'll all be praying. All right. now, I would that you would, if you have to leave, go real quietly now so that the, they won't bother while we pray. You believe it'll be over now? Dear God, I lay my hands up on Sister Challenge the affliction of her body in the name of Jesus Christ. May it leave her. You believe with all your heart. All your sins are confessed. You're, as far as you know, you're ready to receive your healing. Dear God, 
I lay my hands upon my sister in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, and ask that the affliction of her body will be gone in Jesus' name. All sins are confessed, and you're ready for your healing. You believe, brother? Dear God, I lay my hands upon my brother. As we know that you're present here, Lord, I pray that you'll heal him in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All sins confessed. No, you don't hear. You believe that you will hear. You believe. Um, the woman dead now. We will pray. Dear God, I pray that you'll heal our sister and take this deafness from her. She's sitting in a closed-off world where she cannot hear. I pray that you'll grant her healing through Jesus' name. I'm going to ask the people to keep your head bowed. In I want to see what's happened to her. I plead in Jesus Christ's name that no one raise their head or eyes. Now, you mustn't do that till I tell you. Can you hear me now? Hear me? You hear me? She can hear now. You hear that, son? Now, you believe with all your heart. You will. And you believe. And God will make it completely well. She said, I just prayed and put my hands on her ears. And she said she could hear something. I just go on. I'm believing she was going to hear It's all sins confess, sister. You're ready for your healing. Dear God, I lay my hands upon my sister, knowing that in us is no good thing in ourselves, but we know that we are Christians born of the Spirit of God, and we lay hands upon our sister and ask for her healing in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You believe you're going to be healed. You, you are healed. All sins are confessed. And you're ready for your healing. You believe by laying on of hands that the God who knows the hearts of the people will make you well. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you will heal our sister as we lay our hands up on her and ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you will make her well. Amen. How do you do? Of course you know I know what's wrong with you. But I'm just not saying it. Of course you do. It'll just keep on going on and on. But if you will, is all sins confessed? And you believe that God will make you well? You believe the arthritis? Dear God, I pray that you will help her and make her well. Granted in Jesus' name. You won't be crippled. You won't be with God. You believe that God will make you well? Amen. All sins are confessed and you're ready for your healing. You believe your back will be all right. Your Heavenly Father, I pray that you will heal her and make her well. In the name of Jesus Christ, may it be so. God bless you, sister. Go believe me now. All sins confessed, sister. You're ready for your healing. Dear God, her sins, she says, confessed. I lay my hands upon this woman in the name of Jesus Christ. As for her healing. Are all sins confessed? You must be right. You're very sick. You know that. You know that I know what's wrong with you. And you believe that God will make you well, heal your heart, and make you completely well. Dear God, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ that you will heal her and make her well. May this leave her, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I won't doubt Go believe you. Sins all confessed. You're ready for healing. Dear Heavenly Father, I lay my hands up on our sister. In the name of Jesus Christ, may she be healed. Amen. All sins confessed. You're ready for healing. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you will heal our brother. will make him well. Grant it, Father. I lay my hands on him for this purpose in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. I believe it with all my heart. Are you believing now, sister? 
All sins are confessed and you're ready for healing. Dear God, I lay my hands upon the sister. In the name of Jesus Christ, may she be healed for your glory. I just, many times I get just a touch. It's, Jesus said these signs of all of them that believe. If they lay their hands on the sick, I begin to notice in the meetings, it takes effect. 50% better than what it does when you call the people in line and have discernment. Because you only get to just a few in this way. There's many more gets healed. Have you confessed all your sins of unbelief and everything you believe now that you're going to be healed? Dear God, I pray that you heal our sister as I take her hands and ask in the name of Jesus Christ for her healing. Amen. God bless you, sister. You believe now? All sins are confessed. Dear God, I lay my hands upon our sister in the name of Jesus Christ for her healing. Amen. God bless you, sister. Seems like a very small thing, but it's God who promises. Sins are confessed. Dear God, I pray that you will heal this, our sister. As I lay hands upon her in the name of Jesus Christ, may she go and be well. Sins are confessed. Dear God, I pray that you will heal our sister as I lay hands upon her. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. As you come with the mechanics, may it strike the dynamics. It will go to work. Sins are confessed. Dear God, I pray that you will heal her and make her well. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. God bless you, sister. All sins confessed. Dear God, as this woman looks me in the eye, I believe that. I pray that you will heal her in Jesus' name. You're just bringing her or your sister. You're just bringing her. You believe, sister, that God will make you well. I believe God could give me a high sight again. God bless you. Heavenly Father, you're always merciful to the blind, to the needy. Now they have seen what you've done tonight. So we believe, Lord, this great last sign moving among us now. I ask for this blind woman's sight to come to her. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. I'll report to this now. Report it. Oh, yes. You believe that God will heal you? Dear Heavenly Father, I lay my hands upon our sister and ask that you heal her in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you, sister. Let us hear how you get along. You believe, sister? Oh, dear Heavenly Father, I pray for our sisters. Trusting that you will heal her now, I lay my hands on her. In the name of Jesus Christ. I believe. That's right. You believe, brother, all sins confess. Dear God, I pray that you will heal our brother and make him well. In the name of Jesus Christ. You believe, sister. Oh, God, I pray that in Jesus Christ's name, humbly in the sweetness and meekness of this hour, may the Holy Spirit take this woman home. And I pray that my son has seen her for 20 years. I pray that God will send your son to you, sister. God bless you. Dear Father, I pray for our sister here. In the sweetness of the Holy Spirit, may he come now and heal our sister. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, sister. Dear God. I pray for my brother as he stands here and I lay hands upon him and ask for his healing. In Jesus' name. Bless you, my brother. Little boy. Dear God, laying hands upon the little one, I bless him in the name of Jesus Christ for his healing. You believe me? You won't be great for it, Dear God, I pray for her as I lay hands upon her. Now, this is your commission. That's what you said, do. These signs shall follow them to believe. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. You said it. You said that, didn't you? Have to be that way. Sister, dear God, I pray that you would heal our sister and make her well. In Jesus Christ's name. God bless you, sister. You come believe in sisters. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask your blessings on our sister. Just obeying what you said do. You said, these signs shall follow them that believe. If they lay their hands on the sick, 
You said they shall recover. May I stop here just a moment to say, and this just to let the people rest a moment, just for a moment. A critic once said to me, that isn't so. But you see, he said, these signs shall follow. You heard my message on on the trial, putting Jesus on trial. See, he told Noah it was going to rain. It never rained for 120 years, but it rained anyhow. He told Abraham he'd have a son by Sarah. It was 25 years later. He never said when. He said to have the son. 25 years later, it happened. See, he didn't say when. He said the prayer of faith shall save the sick. God shall raise them up. If they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Is that what he said? He didn't say to jump up and do it right then. He said they shall recover. That's his promise. That's what we believe. Come, sister. You believe that to be true? Then there's no way to keep her being I lay my hands upon sister in the name of Jesus Christ for her healing. You believe, sister? All sin confessing already. Dear God, I lay my hands upon sister in obedience to your commandment and ask for her healing in Jesus' name. I want you that's being prayed for, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to report before these meetings are over what happens. And just let the audience, the other people, see what really takes place. Maybe tomorrow, next day, or when. You just watch what takes place. My mail has shown that uh, it's so much different than just the, letting them try to test their own faith because Jesus said they lay hands upon them. They lay hands upon them. They shall recover. I get what he said. He didn't say to jump up and run up and down the floor. They could do that. But he said, they shall recover. Is that what he said? That's what he said. That's what I believe. And he's here now. The one that said the word is here to make it so. You believe, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, upon the confession of his faith and belief, I lay my hands upon him in Jesus Christ's name for his healing. Dear God, I lay my hands upon this woman in the name of Jesus Christ for her healing. Dear Father, I lay my hands upon this woman in the name of Jesus Christ for her healing. You said she shall recover. Ready for healing? Dear God, I lay my hands upon her in the name of Jesus Christ that you heal her. Everything ready for healing. Your faith has now been met. You believe you're going to be well. God, I lay my hands up on it in obeying your command. Go all the world, every creature. I lay hands up on it in Jesus' name for her healing. Dear God, I lay my hands upon my brother in the name of Jesus Christ for his healing. Dear God, I lay my hands upon my sister. In the name of Jesus Christ for her healing. Going down the aisle. I just didn't want to weary you. You'll be all right if you believe that. Thank you, Lord. Dear God, I pray that you'll heal my sister in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. To help me pray for these people. Now we got some handkerchiefs here and so forth in here to be prayed over. And I want you to continue to pray with me now. Now these little parcels. Now I know this sounds very strange for people to pray over a, a little thing like this. But if you could only come into my office once and just watch. If we'd kept testimonies through these years, I suppose you couldn't have piled them on this platform. It's been healed just by sending out these prayer clause like this, millions of them around and around the world. Now, you know what it is? It is, will somebody get the handkerchief there for that? You'll know your handkerchief with your brother. And I've seen little crippled children healed. And You see what it is? It's just a point of contact, as old Roberts used to say. It's just a point of contact. We pray. Now, we don't do this ourselves. We do this because the Bible commissions us to do this. We all know that's true. Now, there's many people that they anoint handkerchiefs and so forth. Well, now, we think that's all right. 
Sure. But if we just, the Bible didn't say that the anointed handkerchiefs, but they took from the body of Paul handkerchiefs. Now, see what I was talking about? Now, what they seen, that quickening power that was in Paul, that they knew he was God's servant. They know that God was in him. They know that everything that he touched was blessed. How many understand that? Say amen. amen. You know, I think Paul was quite scriptural in what he done. Don't you think so? You want me to tell you where I think he got the idea of doing it? From Elisha is right. See, Elijah said, take this staff and go lay it on the baby. And the prophet sent the staff because he knew that everything that he touched was blessed. He knew his position. He, he could just get the woman to believe the same thing. Now, see, now the Bible never even said they shall pray for the sick. It said they shall lay hands on the sick. Now, just think, the people seen in the Apostle Peter, the presence of God manifested in this man, insomuch that they, they even laid the people in his shadow, and they were healed. How many knows that's scriptural? That's just as much scripture as John 3.16. See? It's all God's Word. Now, the people, you know the shadow of that man did not heal the people. But look, if the power of God was up on that prophet for years and years after he died, insomuch that a dead man was thrown on his body, his bones, the body wasn't even there. The bones was there. And the presence of God was upon those bones until that dead man come to life. Now, don't you know that that same God that did all those things is right here tonight. To, to me, I think we should be the most happiest people in all the world. Just think of this. I, I hope that I haven't impressed my audience to believe that it's something that I do myself. You, you know better than that. I am your brother. See, I am just a, your brother. But I do know, I do know this. That God is here. And I know that he has given something to us. That we cannot explain it. Only by the word of God claims that it should be here at this time. So it also gives us identification to know that we're living in the last days. It gives us identification to know that this people, this chosen, elected, called out, predestinated. Now, that's a big word, predestinated. But we all know that it's the truth. We absolutely know that the infinite God predestinated all things by foreknowledge before the foundation of the world. Even the Lamb was slain and every name that would ever be on the book was put on the book before the book was ever written. Now, how many knows that's true? And Jesus came to to redeem those that were in the book. In the Bible, the Lamb came from behind the curtain and taken the book and opened the seals that it was sealed with. For he came to claim all he had redeemed. He's the intercessor now. An intercessor, making intercessions for those who he has redeemed. All whose name was written on the Lamb's book of life is redeemed. As I made a crude little statement the other night, I'm waiting for the, all these handkerchiefs here. I'm not just trying to preach over again. But I said there was a little statement. I hope this don't sound sacrilegious. But like the farmer that set the hen and didn't have enough eggs, so he got an eagle egg. He set it under the hen and she hatched out an eagle. And he was a very odd fella amongst all the chickens because they didn't see things alike. But that's all he ever seen was the hen. He only heard one voice and didn't sound like his voice. Neither could he make a voice like the hen or the chickens. He didn't appreciate their diet as they eat from the barnyard. There's something different about him, yet he didn't know what the difference was. And then one day, there was a, the mother eagle that knows she had laid so many eggs 
And there was one of those eggs which was to be her son was missing. So she went hunting for him. And she found him in the barnyard. And she screamed. And when she screamed, the little eagle knew the voice of the mother. As Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. I think last night when I seen that panel of Baptist, Presbyterian, and what more, they might have been brought out under a hand. Excuse me, brother. But um, Mother knew she had her darlings out there somewhere. So that man standing there, not disputing the feeding they'd got from the mother hen and so forth, but now their eagles, you see, they fly for their food. And I think the church is something like a scene I've seen not long ago coming down from Tucson, or from, from Phoenix going to Tucson. I saw a mysterious sight. It kind of broke my heart to see what had taken place. How a hawk that used to fly in the air, a brother to the eagle, which is the type of the church in Jehovah, is the eagle. He called his prophets eagle. He called himself Jehovah eagle. But this hawk has long lost its identification because it doesn't no more sail through the air and hunt its meat like it's supposed to. But it sits on the telephone wires and acts like a scavenger. He, uh, he hunts for dead rabbits that the cars is killed and him and the vultures get out there and eat together. He hops like a vulture instead of walking like he should walk. He's lost his identification. And I say this with all godly love and respect. The church has long lost her identification. As a sister eagle. She sits around instead of digging into the word and find where these things are right. She waits for a bunch of Sunday school literature has been made up by a bunch of intellectuals somewhere. Some dead rabbit that's been uh, killed somewhere else. Hops like a vulture. God help us to fly away from that. These promises are true. Not what somebody said about him, but what God said about him. They are true. I'm so glad to be associated with eagles. Let us pray together for our sick ones. Dear Heavenly Father, it's taught in the Bible that they're taken from the body of Paul, handkerchiefs and aprons, and demons went out of people, and unclean spirits left them. Now, Father, me standing here over these handkerchiefs represents every person that's present. It's a body of Christ, us together. We are claiming by grace and love that we are here to represent his bride, believing, associate with him in his kingdom. And we know we're not St. Paul, but we know you're still Jesus. And we pray that you'll honor the faith of these people that they lived back in the days of Paul that have heard this same gospel, seen these same things. Therefore, they're the same kind of people. You're the same God. So I pray, dear God, that you'll honor their faith like you did those in the Bible days. And may every demon power, every sickness, every affliction that's bound the people, that's these handkerchiefs and parcels here represent May that evil power of sickness leave them. It was said one time that Israel was walking in the line of duty to a promised land. And right in the line of duty, the enemy come and backed them up in the corner and the Red Sea cut them off from the line of duty. And in their march, God looked down from the heavens through the pillar of fire and the See, got scared. It rolled back its ways because God's ways was in the bottom of the sea and it made way for his children walking in the line of obedience. Now, God, if the Red Sea would get scared and roll back its waves, roll back its waters and give place to a journeying children marching in obedience. Dear God, tonight... Look down through the blood of your Son, Jesus, who made the promise. 
And when these handkerchiefs are placed upon the sick bodies of the people, may the eyes of God look and may that sickness, that devil, be scared and move away. And may the people keep the journey to the promised land with good health and strength. As Israel marched through the wilderness, there wasn't one feeble person among them at the other end. May it be granted to these people, Father, for we send these handkerchiefs in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you, each one. As you get your handkerchiefs now, you believe with all your heart. Do you believe that God hears this? See, I, I want to say this. Don't, don't doubt one bit. See, it may seem real strange. Excuse me. Just Don't doubt one bit, but believe now that what we have asked, God gives. Do you believe that's God here knows the secret of your heart? You know that believe that's God? I just settle your mind out. It can't be nothing else. See? Now, what if there would be a grave tomorrow, way years ago? This will be history. And when people in years to come, if it was to be such, they come to say, well, if I'd have been living then, I'd seen that done. Boy, that's all I would have had to know. I'd have believed it right then. See, the same thing that you believe, if you'd been back there when he'd done it then, remember, it's still him. It's his life in you. God bless you. Now, for the audience. I do this not for a show, friend. Now, stop thinking that. Remember, I get your thoughts. I may know that's true in Jesus. Here is a woman that I, I've never seen. I don't know one thing about the woman. We're probably born miles apart, years apart, and here we stand here tonight. We're strangers to each other. I don't know. Now, I have no idea. Here, here's St. Here's John 4 again. Uh, a man meets a woman. Now, I'm not Jesus, and she's not that woman. But here's just similar. And he said, the works that I do shall you do also. Now, I don't know. It takes this woman's faith to do it. I don't know nothing about her. But now, if I have told that which is true, then God's obligated to make this, say this is right. Now, not knowing you... If God of heaven and I have told the truth, do you believe that what I said about that is the truth? Do you accept that to be true? Do you believe that I wouldn't stand here but before this holy Bible and try to mislead someone, a man of my age, and know I've got to meet God, the unsuggestive God? We've got to stand there someday. We know that. Now, if God can reveal to me something in your life that you know that... Uh, I don't know nothing about because I don't know you. If anything, it would have to be something in your life. Uh, I would know nothing about it. It had to be come from a supernatural power. And that would be up to you what you thought the power was. Now, to you newcomers, I, I hold my hand. Now, please don't walk around right now. Because, see, you're each a spirit. When I turn, you just feel like a, a pull from everywhere. See, you're, you're a human being. You've got spirit. And you are a spirit. If you're not, you're dead. So, you're... Just respect this for a moment. And you man here, pray. I wasn't expecting this. Never come for this tonight at all. I come just to pray for the sake. But that's a newcomer. Now, you believe that. If the Lord can tell me what your trouble is, or what you're here for, or something you have done, or ought to have done, or, or something else, then you will believe. All right. I'm trying to contact your spirit, you see. That's uh, what I'm trying to do. Like he did the woman at the well. He talked to her a little bit. See, he was... Asking for a drink, and that's what I'm trying to do, is get your mind, not reading your mind, but trying to, as he did, perceive your thoughts. You're here for a stomach condition. You've got a stomach trouble. That's right. Raise your hand if that's true. You believe now? Not only that, but you're hungering for something else. You want the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Wave your hand if that's true. See? I've seen that light move down on and move back, see? Go and receive the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. You believe now, newcomer? Now, you say, I hear it, see, when that anointing once gets started, then here it goes. Just as soon as the woman stands, there she is. She's right now. She recognizes there's something around her. How many have ever seen a picture of that uh, pillar of fire that lights at Washington, D.C.? 
see? Now, I wish it's another dimension like I'm looking right at it. There, it's hanged right here for the woman. I'm looking right at it. Now, I'm a total stranger to this woman. I don't know her. Now, I doubt very much where she knows me, only just by being out in the meeting. That's all. But if God can tell me something about you, uh, or something like just a while ago, would you believe me to be his prophet, uh, his servant? You'd believe that with all your heart? Well, may he grant. You are you're facing an operation. And that operation is about your hand. There's no places on it, but it's a nerve condition in your hand. That was caused by an accident, and you're supposed to be operated on. You believe, and you won't have to be operated if you just believe it all your life. Just have faith now. Just don't doubt. Just believe. Now, here, let this one more woman, because this woman is in a critical condition. You see that black shadow? How many ever seen a picture taken of that black shadow of death hanging over the woman right now? God don't help her. She can't live. She has a tumor. And the tumor's in the brain. Dear God, if your presence so close now that knows all these things, I pray, dear God, that you will heal our sister. Let her live, Father, for your glory. I ask in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. How do you do? I'm a mighty nice person. Mother lives. She's been about to raise up before. She's in glory tonight. She'd always pray for me when I went to meetings. Uh, for the Lord, man. 85 years old. Bless your heart, sister. Now, I'm a total stranger to you, I suppose. We're years different than our age, and I don't know you. I've never seen you. We're just two people met here on earth. But you are a Christian. You're a believer. Because a reason I know that is the feeling of your spirit. You're feel welcome. And I do believe that this be the Holy Spirit because it gives the works and actions of the Holy Spirit. And I know it's Him. I know this thing that we speak of is true. I, I know it's the truth. Now, I don't know what would be wrong, but if the Lord Jesus would reveal to me what would be wrong with you, would you would know whether it was right or not, or tell me something that you've done or ought not have done. You'd believe it was that same Lord Jesus, same God, that could tell Philip where he was, tell Simon what his name was. You believe he'd be the same one? Your trouble is a bowel trouble. Yes. Zach, isn't that right? You believe me now to be his prophet? Your name is Miss Bear. Miss Bear. Bear like Bear Aspen. That's right. You're healed. Go on, Jesus Christ. Thank Thank you. You. you believe with all your... Now, if you just have faith, don't doubt. Now you're really not here for yourself. You're here for somebody else. It's a man. He's not here. A brother. That brother is in a mental institution. Take that handkerchief you've got in your hand while that spirit is on you. Send it to him. Put it on him. Don't doubt. He'll come out of the institution. Do you believe it? God bless you. You say that you said that angel in the last day there he had his back turned. Or you look I won't look at this woman. I turn my back. Now, lady, the one that's the patient, can you hear me? Say yes. If the Lord Jesus will reveal to me what's your trouble, when I'm looking this way, you'll know where it's the truth or not. Is that right? You believe then it's to fulfill what Jesus said it would be done in the last days as it was in the days of Sodom? Do you believe it? You have a ladies' disorder, female trouble. Believe with all your heart, huh? Believe and you will hold you well. A pleasure. Without him, believe. You believe God would heal that heart trouble? We just keep on walking and saying, Thank you, Lord. 
get up of the morning, we can hardly move. Arthritis is a bad thing, but Jesus Christ is the healer of arthritis. You believe that? You step off of a curve sideways going down and see you doing that. You don't have to do that no more if you believe. You believe that I was sent to this circle, and in the name of Jesus Christ, we believe You got stomach trouble. You believe God will let you go home and eat your supper? Feel good about it? Go on your road, eat your supper, please. Eat your supper. You have a weakness comes over you. Try it. Because your heart's bad. You don't have it no more. What if I didn't say one word to you? Just lay hands on you. Would you please eat it? Did you get well? Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you will heal the woman and make her well through Jesus Christ's name. Amen. How many people here believe? How many of you newcomers, all you people? It's like me, I can't hardly see the people coming now. Just remember, one vision caused the Lord Jesus to get weak. How many know that? One woman touched him. Daniel saw a vision and was troubled at his mind, his head, for several days. How many know that? All right. Now, how many of you people believe that, that this is the Holy Spirit? Do you believe it with all your... Not me now, the Holy Spirit. Now, here's a man sitting here that believe that too. Now, some, now, some more of you people have got them prayer cards. I want everybody to sort of be in this prayer line. Stand up to your feet just a moment. Uh, look, I want to ask you a solemn question. Have you confessed all your sins? Is, is, is there... You believe you have you confessed and you, you believe that you're going to be healed. You confessed all your sins, made all the wrongs right. Raise up your hands if you have before God. You believe that. And now with your hands up also, do you believe it takes the Holy Spirit and this is the Holy Spirit that's just vindicating himself among you? You believe that with all your heart? You do? Thank everyone and you can be healed. Now, do you have faith and confidence in these ministers sitting here? Do you believe that man too? How about, let's pray for you, each one, and then let's you come by and lay hands on you. This makes me so weak that, just go on like that, it just, it just gets me, and I just, I'm going to South Africa after this, for, oh my, you know how it is down here, we can't even talk to the people, and be, we're at least expecting 300,000, one single meeting. So, you just believe, you're here in America, you've seen it in and out. Dear God, these people are needy. And I don't know nothing else that you could do, Father, to prove to them by your word that you're the unchanging God. I believe that we have seen so many great things, Lord, and ate from your table with such dainty, wonderful, eternal food of life. So we become, it becomes too custom to it. it. It becomes a common thing. We're not, we don't approach it right, Lord. When we see, even I think of myself standing here, I should be on my knees, knowing that right here, that spirit that raised him up from the dead, is standing right here. The spirit was on him when he was living here on earth. Is right here now. And we poor, unworthy sinners, through his grace and mercy, he bought our lives. And here we are today, carrying on his work, as he said, that we would carry on his work. The works that I do shall you do also. Promising these things and proving him here in this world. Lord, I am so grateful to you that I could be counted a part of the people of yours in this last day. Dear God, these people are standing. They're sick, Father. I have no way of healing them. And neither do you now. You've already healed them. You were wounded for our transgressions. With your stripes we were healed. So, Father, I pray that each one of them passing through here when we're going to pray for them, that they'll come like they were walking under the cross. For they know beyond a shadow of doubt the vindicated Holy Spirit is here on the platform. The Christ of God is right in the meeting. Forgive every sin, take away every unbelief, and may each of them be healed as they pass through this line. In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask it. Amen. Brother Vanner, we can have everyone stand and take one section at a time. That way then there won't crowd. Yeah, all right. Now I want to ask something. Would you, my brother, stand here with me? You see, here's one thing about many advances goes into the city. And they do all the praying for the sick and all the rest of it. And when the congregation went gone, uh, the, the people's all built around the advances. See, that isn't so, people. These men 
I doubt anyone in this age, I know it's a lot of impersonation, but I won't say what I was going to do. But these men might not do that. That's true, and I very much doubt it. But they're just as ordained of God to lay hands on the sick as I or anybody else. God's just as much to answer their prayer as he would be to any prayer there is. Jesus has commissioned these signs. didn't say, will follow William Branham or Robert, so forth. It'll follow them that believe. And these men are filled with God's Spirit. They're baptized people with the same Holy Spirit. That Spirit was here doing that work just a few moments ago. He's still here. He's on each one of these men. See? And they're all filled with it. So I'm going to ask them to make a double line along here on the side of this road here, if they will, so that they can lay their hands up on the sick too. And they want those who have prayer cards, to stand, prayer cards only, to stand out in the aisle. The rest of you pray. Just a few minutes now. Uh, stand on each section. You stand right out to your left of your section. Stand out to your section. And then they'll just call it. Yes, when you see this line up here ending, let this line walk out into it. When this line ends, let this one walk into it. And when you come by, now remember, you'll just be taking a walk unless you're believing. How many of you know, you just feel in your heart that you prayed through about this and you're going to be healed as soon as you pass through this line? Raise up your hand and say, I accepted Christ right now just because you commissioned these things. Now, I pray for every one of you. We're going to pray. I'm going to ask Sister Rose or whoever who's at the organ over there. Sister Rose, will you please play the great position now is near for us. And let the people, all the other people, be in prayer. And as they pass through this prayer line, I believe everyone is going to be here. God bless you. The rest of you, now keep your head down and be praying for others. Be real sincere. See? That's how that little Baptist preacher got the Holy Ghost the other night. He was thinking about it and sitting there real sincere and it fell upon the whole group of them. You've got to be sincere with God. Now, he's proved he's here with you. He is here. Now, when anybody tells you that this is just a bunch of excitement, you know better now, don't you? You newcomers. He vindicated himself. It's him. No one else could do that. This hasn't been done for since the days of the apostles. Just now come back to the church as his promise. The Lord bless you now. Now, you people, as you pass through this line, come praying. Everybody now, the... The great physician now is here, the sympathizing Jesus. Now, when you come, come with your head down and reverence pass by. These men lay hands on you, you'll be healed. There's no These things, but just a simple thing of obeying what God said to you. I've seen it happen so many times. See, the Scripture didn't even command us to pray for the people. It just said, lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. Just recently, or I don't say recently, the case is in my mind now. It's been about three or four years ago more. It was right here in California. Two women came by. And one of them had a, a, a growth on her face, and the other had a stomach trouble. And they believed it just so I laid hands upon them and said, Now, I do this in the name of the Lord Jesus. It was almost a month later that lady was trying to eat with that stomach trouble. She just couldn't do it. One morning, a real cool feeling went over. She said, and she went to eat. And she ran down to tell her neighbor, and her neighbor was shaking the sheets like that, trying to find the girl that had left her face that night. See? Just believe, friends. If he does that for one, he'll do it for all. And it's just a simple thing of laying on of hands. And that's what he said, do. We don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. It's just his promise. He said it would do it. Now, I've found tens of thousands around the world. They just get well. God promised to do it. It's his promise. See, we just believe that. Now, we're all coming over here. You that couldn't get up, move right up close, and we're coming over to pray for you. Now, I want each one of you men to go right along here, laying your hands in here, if you will. Right along there. And I want to stand here and pray, and they come lay my hands on them, too. Get right in here. You all move right up close so everybody can read. Dear God, in Jesus Christ's name, we're praying for these people. Some of them are afflicted, crippled. Their, their hands of those ministers, Lord, are going back and forth from one to the other. I pray that you will heal each one of them, Lord. Let the Holy Ghost come upon them people. 
each of them, Father, and may the great power of God overshadow them just now. And may they go home and be well, knowing this, as Jesus said, if they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. You promised it, dear God. We are believing it. We are believing it because you said so. And we know that it's so. So shall these people be well. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bless them all. That's all. I've told you the truth just as far as I know it. I love you and God bless you. And I, I believe with all my heart you're going to be well. And may my blessings be with each one of you now. May God watch over you and protect you. You're in my prayers. Will you pray for me while I'm in Africa like that? I, I, I love you and I'll see you tomorrow.